Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your host. I am Pastor David. We got James here. The boys are back in town. Back in town. Yeah. It's been a little minute since we've been in the studio together. Yeah. You did one. I did one. We had an off week there. Uh, It's just kind of that that time of of the year where Mm -hmm. you have the summer, which is we struggle to get together, and then uh, the... The kind of like beginning of the the uh, holiday seasons type yep. deal, mm-hmm. uh, really from October to to December is going to be probably a little bit of struggle. People definitely doing different things, and uh, but hey, here we are, here we are. <laughs> we're, we're trying to make it happen. Trying to make it happen, and then you know, I, when it, it's kind of interesting that um, well, and, and we definitely appreciate everybody that's tuning in because um, our our. Numbers really didn't go down. It looks like some people are catching up mm-hmm. um, from from some time that they maybe they have missed. Um, so that's kind of cool. People getting trying to you know get ahead and uh, catch up to where we are now. Um, so that's that's cool. We had some new countries and stuff that uh that had kind of st- stopped by and checking us out. So stopped that, by. That's kind of cool. You on know, on the internet. Yeah, Romania is still coming in. They mm. you know that they've. Uh, did they, they've been here in the past, but they're looks like they're kind of steady on the on the on the refuge uh, project. Brazil, oh. welcome Brazil. Hey, welcome Spain. Um, so like and then welcome back Portugal, Italy, and France. Um, so appreciate you guys coming back in or stopping by for the first time. Hopefully, uh, you can go back and listen to uh, uh, what we've had going on in the past. We've had some really good stuff in the past. Um, and you know, kind of like everything else, kind of the show kind of like evolves, evolves and changes a little bit as as our life does. And um, we used to be really, really silly, silly on here, um, but it seems like the the you know we're kind of maturing finally. I don't think that's what it is. No, 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 we're not maturing. I think, I think <laughs> what it is is uh, we keep having Caesar here less. Oh yeah, and uh, it's we- just like two guys instead of three. Okay, and so. I, I think if you had a fourth guy too, it would be even so extra Caesar's sillier. immature. I'm, I wasn't saying that, <laughs> but I, as I was saying it, I heard that it sounded like that. I'm saying what I was trying to say is just having three adults, three adult guys, yeah. that are willing to make jokes is going to be sillier than having two. I got you. And okay. I'm saying okay. if we okay. had a fourth one, yeah, it yeah. would be even more. Yeah, not necessarily because it's Caesar, but. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, if you're free on uh, Tuesdays um, around 11 o'clock and you mm-hmm. think you might want to stop by and Come be a part in. of the, the Refuge Project, let us know. Hit us up, and uh, we'll definitely entertain it. I'm not promising anything because mm-hmm. some of you are uh, too silly <laughs> or too serious, and we're neither one. That's true. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I feel like we got some catching up to do. We ain't been here in a minute. Know. You know, life is kind of happening. Oh, dude, I'm a new man. You're a new man. I'm basically a totally different person. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but I've got some sick Timberlands Whoa, on. Look, got the Timbies. Got the Timbies. They're right. really man. nice. Are you going to start busting like, you know, 16s and stuff now? I mean, you never know. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got way too nice outdoorsy <laughs> shoes on. Okay. I okay. had a, I had, um, I bought that kayak from REI. Yeah. Like, 
a year or so ago, yeah, and yeah. I had all these points there that I needed to use. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was going up there last week, so I went with him, and I figured I'd use it. Because I'd never shop at REI. I bought that kayak there once, and that was it. And now I've got some points, so I was like, well, i got to go back and use the points. I had like 80 bucks worth of rewards. And so, yeah, so we went, and I was going to get like a cooler or something, but... All the REI is so expensive that like yeah. even with eighty bucks off a lot of these coolers, I was still gonna have to spend like two hundred bucks mm-hmm. for like a basic cooler. And yeah. I was anyway. So, but then I saw these shoes and I was like, man, I don't have any good outdoorsy shoes, like none at all. And uh, anyway, so I got them. They were let. They were listed like one ten, but I, I had like eighty bucks. So. Hey, I got them, I got them for like thirty bucks. Thirty bucks like, for tax, towel, and lessons. Walking out with some semblance. <laughs> so, oh, and and so and before that, last okay, week, okay, I uh, I finally got rid of that truck. Oh, I ended the truck saga. We're it's done. Over. It's over. I gave it back. Got my money back, which that was a whole thing too, because they didn't want to give me all my money back. Uh, you know, because I had it for so long. Because I had it for like five months, and. Uh, and I finally was just like, hey, guys, we're done. I'm going to give you the truck back. You give me my money back. We won't have to talk to each other ever again, and we'll be we'll go live happy lives. So now you're in the in, in the uh, hunt for a new truck? No. I've already got another, another car. Oh, really? That's why I'm saying I'm a new man. So you got a car? Well, it's I got a 2012 Subaru Outback. Okay. Outback. Where's my button? Um, Which one do you want? Boom. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I'm like, I got an Outback, and I'm wearing Timberlands. So what do you call that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put the two together. I'm, t- I just, uh, I'm turning, wow, I'm morphing ju- into something else. You got, you got, and a- I've got this flannel. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's kind of flannelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning into Man. something different. Man. Oh, and my dad got that property in Colorado. He so finally. That, that's uh, what it is. You're turning into a Coloradoan. <laughs> I'm just, I'm turning into a Colorado hipster. Oh uh, man! Before you know it, he's going to be in here coming in high and just, <laughs> just supporting every you know. That's yeah, no, but I'm really excited. He's going to be sponsored it. by the local smoke shop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be telling you about all the benefits of CBD, and uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's really man. good for inflammation. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, but well, I'm pumped, a, man. That's awesome. I found that Subaru, so I got that one now, and I'm really excited about it. It was because uh, I was gonna have to do all this truck, all this stuff a- to that truck to make it like make sense for me. Right, like I was gonna have to get the a bed cover and stuff so I could carry equipment without it getting rained on and all. And is the Subaru big enough for some of that stuff? Yeah, it's big enough for most of that stuff. It's okay. got a lot of cargo space in the back, and then the seats go down in the back, which and they go like all the way down. So it's right. got like a bunch of space back there, and it's also got a hitch, so I can uh, when I do randomly use that kayak, I can pull it on there. So that's cool. Um, even if you had to get like a small little box trailer for the rest of your equipment or something in in the future, you could do that for sure. Exactly. So, and it gets, this is the first time in my life I've driven So the safety ratings for it is like a big deal in that car. Mm -hmm. Everybody's all about it. So safe. If you read any reviews on it and the all wheel drive, it's really big up in Colorado and places like that Mm because the all wheel drive is really good. So it like keeps you from sliding around in the snow and the ice and that kind of stuff. You know, I got, I got to say that I've never looked at the safety ratings on any car. Yeah, so I don't really care about them that much either. Yeah. Um, I just try Unless to not you're get in the, the snow wreck. on an icy road. Yeah, and then the you need them. Because yeah. most of the time, we don't. It, the only thing we got to worry about around here is if it randomly floods. And yeah. then you just like, is my truck high enough? High enough. To get we got like floating through tires. Through the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
I had a point. I was going with it. Safety oh, ratings. okay. But so this is the first time in my life that I've driven a nope. safe car and got good gas mileage. Okay. I've never done that ever in my life for any extended amount of time. I don't even know what good time. gas mileage is anymore. Well, I mean, for me, it's good. So this car gets like 22 to 29 okay. miles a gallon. And, I mean, I was getting when, – when I was a teenager, I had a Ford Ranger, which got like 17 maybe. Yeah. And that was like the best gas mileage I ever got. And I drove that van for years, getting like 14, 15. I drove that truck, got like 16 maybe. My and, little uh, van, my little work van gets 30. Yeah. But it's uh, it's natural gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, and I and I only paid $2.79 a gallon for natural nice. gas. Yeah, so nice. I use like, I'll drive it all day long and be like eight bucks. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, drove a, I drove it all week last week. And uh, so I and I drove like more than usual last week, and it lasted me the whole week. It nice. cost me like fifty bucks to fill up, whereas before I was paying like sixty or seventy at this price range. So, so I got a raise, bro. I got a raise. Man. I got hundred dollars a, mo- a month raise. Maybe more, actually. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, a little bit more. And I don't. And like I was, you know, it rained. It's raining on the way here, and I'm not worried about. Like, just the handling and the rain. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a whole new world. I'm not, like, <laughs> starting to slide every time I hit the smallest little puddle. Yeah, especially with trucks. Trucks are, yeah. you know, light in the back, and they, mm-hmm. they do tend to get out from under you and different things like that. So, But, yeah, I'm a new person, man. I'm driving safely. And you got your water boots on, and your I've got snow my, boots on. I wasn't even going to wear them today, but I was like, it was raining out, man. I got to get got, my. Yeah, I got to get your $80 worth out I of it. I got to. Yeah, I didn't. I spent 30 bucks, but I'm still like, I got to get my money's worth out of it. Which is weird. Uh, such a missing. I know. Uh, well, that's awesome. I haven't been doing anything. I'll tell you the truth, man. I've been sick for. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what's going on? This is the second week. Um, you should just stop it already. Bro. I know I'm, I'm trying, but the, t- the tissues keep coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, I'm pushing through. I was in bed for two days. I think you text me, and I'm just like, I don't remember. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I could even. <laughs> that's all I could even say is I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I think you just said I'm sick <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I did. I don't. I didn't feel good at all. I mean, I was literally in bed. I see. I preached Sunday morning, two services. You've been running a fever or what? I don't know. I didn't take my. I didn't take my temperature. Yeah, you know, just uh, stuffy. And yeah, just I've been in the body. I think I had the flu. Really. Yeah. Um, Aching. Yeah, you know, I had went really hard. This normally when I get sick is because I've been pushing too hard, mm-hmm. and then my body just can't keep up anymore, and then I end up getting sick. Yeah. And that's what it was the last two weeks. I mean, you know, pool season's supposed to be over. You know, it's yeah. raining and cold outside. That's right. And I just had, and, and I'm not even complaining at all because the Lord has blessed me because I make my money off repairs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I do. Um, it's where I make good money anyways. And, uh, like all these repairs came in, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like out there hustling and getting them done. And then I preached two, two messages on, on Sunday, first and second service. And then I was wiped out mm-hmm. after that. And then, um, Sunday night I was just like, I don't feel good. You know, so I went to bed like. 7 30 8 o'clock just lay down and uh to watch some you know youtube videos or whatever and then I, by eight o'clock i was asleep mm-hmm. and then i slept all the way through tuesday <laughs> you know i think i got up a couple times to use the restroom <laughs> and drink some water and i was i was sick yeah and uh and i've just been dealing with it since so but whatever it is what it is you know just you're up keep, you're out of the bed that's now. it mm-hmm. up out of the bed. now i'm just dealing with the whole 
getting the stuff out of your lungs type stuff. Yeah. So, but it's all good, man. Life is good. Can't complain. You know, got all these people all over the world dealing with stuff and war and uh, rivers going down and drought killing crops off and. I got a little bit of cough over here, and I'm complaining about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just perspective. Yeah. Perspective. All right, well, let's jump right into Culture Corner. All right, so I'm just going to put it out there right now. Do it. The end of the world is near. How near? Like, really near. How much time we got? Two decades. Oh, jeez. Okay, that's enough time. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how many times, but I, but everything that I read, and you know, if you if you read if you read Revelations, a lot of these prophecies and things have come true already. Mm-hmm. One of the big prophecies in Revelations chapter three, I think, is talks about the Euphrates and the Euphrates River going down, and these angels coming out, and all that being exposed, and the end times kept uh, happening. Um, well, guess what? The Euphrates River is draining. It's going down. They're finding these lost like cities under the rivers and under the river. Yeah, uh, well, they're not under now because yeah. uh, it's gone down so far. They're finding all these tunnels and different things that uh, were man-made. Um, and uh, so, um, this is one of the big prophecies that we're you know kind of waiting on in Revelations that's supposed to be happening and let us know that. God is coming back. Um, it's not only in the Bible, but it's also in the Quran. Um, the uh, the Muslims are already also talking about this. Theirs is a little bit different. We, um, as Christians, these angels are going to come and they're going to do their thing and they're going to fight battles and stuff. Uh, and the Quran it talks about them unfolding a bunch of gold and then a lot of the like one out of seven people are going to be killed for the war that's going to be happening and different things like that or one out of 12 something like that <clears throat> not really up on my yeah, but, stuff yeah um but you know it's one of those things that uh a lot of times if when you look at the uh, the Quran and, and the Bible, a lot of some of that stuff was really close, mm-hmm. um, just just because of ancestorship and stuff like that. Um, and then when they match, uh, it's normally one of those things. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. I just think it's pretty interesting how um, some of these big prophecies are coming to um, coming to pass and. Um, so go out there and check it out. And Euphrates is, you know, one of the the bigger rivers in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helps with like imports and outports and imports and exports. Exports, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and then, uh, of course, you know, watering their crops and different things like that in the area that has, um, you know, droughts anyways. Uh, so it's going to be affecting a lot of the people there on a day-to-day basis. When you say drying up, you mean like, like it's down a couple feet, or like you mean feet, like, like ten, twelve feet? Ooh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they're uncovering uh, caves where you can now walk through these caves where they were underwater before. Hmm. Um, it's pretty spectacular uh, the way it is. And you know, Revelation says you know, the, the, well, the Bible talks you know the whole rainbow that the the um, 
that the rainbow stands for the, the promises of the yeah, never yeah. flooding again. Uh, but the, the, in Revelations, it talks about the preserving this for the, the fire, you mm-hmm. know, for the end times. Um, so how do you get there? How do you get to the fire? You get rid of the water, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Without water, there's fire, you know, because of the droughting and different things like that. So when you continue to see that in America, you see uh, Lake Mead um, and a lot of the stuff out west in, in America where all of those rivers that are that are feeding into like the the uh, the big dam, uh, the Hoover Dam, and all that stuff is are they're all drying up. Um, so, I think it's interesting when we talk about global warming. Um, you can just like take global warming and put it in like find a place in the Bible and call it prophecy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the, these super smart people, are like, oh, it's go global warming. No, it's prophecy. You know, just hush up about the global warming stuff. This is just all prophecy. And <laughs> well, it's I mean, like, it could be the same thing. It is the same thing, you know? right? But they're they're Where calling like, it something secular when yeah. it really is something that yeah. that's been prophesied over thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I. Uh, Anytime people talk about like end time stuff, or uh, I just I never I never put too much into it. Um, one, it's like, what are you going to do? You know, be ready anyway, right? Um, and then two, it's like you know they've literally been talking about he's coming back soon for mm-hmm. you know literally Forever. two thousand plus years, and so it's like I don't know what are you going to do. But I, I think about the verses in the Bible where it says something like um, I think Paul says uh, where he's like. Uh, you who say uh, tomorrow we'll do this and that, you know, and then he like calls them fools or something. Right. And he's like, you should say if it's the Lord's will tomorrow, we'll do this and that. You don't mm-hmm. even know what's going to happen. That's right. You don't you know? know. So I think about that stuff where it's just like, hey, just, you know, do, uh, you know, keep your, live right, keep yourself right with God, do your thing, don't, uh, but I, I'm not, I can't put too much. Well, the, in, in the words of the great rapper Andy Minio, oh, yeah. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, I yeah, like that. yeah. So, uh, yeah, God's coming back soon. Yeah. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Be ready. Uh, be ready, always. Um, all right, yeah, so check it out, man. Go on to YouTube. There's a lot of good stuff on YouTube about the Euphrates, and, and, and uh, it, there's a lot of good like video of what's going on right now and, and pictures online. Go check it out. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, we probably could do a whole Bible study off of the Euphrates would probably be pretty cool, but uh, yeah, um, not something we want to get into deep right now. But yeah. what you got? I got this one doesn't involve animals. All right, so oh, just, oh kind of you know, it's been a few go. weeks. Well, you could maybe call these people animals. Are from Florida? No, they're from Mississippi. Oh well, uh, <laughs> probably came out of the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when like. Groups of people talk trash about like the same groups of people. It's like yeah. Southern people talking trash about Southern people. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So the the title of this is uh, it says daycare workers who tormented children while wearing scream masks. Oh, now this video child is abuse this charges. video is rough. So you saw it then? Yes. Yeah. Is it this one right here where it look they look like yes? This? Yeah. It's, yes. It's uncomfortable. When that one came out, I was just like, somebody's getting sued. Oh, yeah, so they're facing child abuse charges. Wow. And, uh, so, okay, so there's this uh, kid's daycare. It's called Lil Blessings. Lil Blessings. Is the name like of Lil John, Lil Wayne, Lil. Lil Blessings Child Lil Care Blessings. and Learning Center in Hamilton, Mississippi. Uh, and yeah. this ain't no racist thing because they all white. They're all just white Mississippi white, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Yeah, so these people at the um, – 
the daycare, they put on these like Halloween masks. They look like the Scream. So if you don't know what Scream is, Scream's the the long white one um, with the mouth that's like always way open. It's just kind of like a black hood kind of a thing. That mask you've seen it around. Um, so they're wearing those masks and they're just going around, just terrifying these. And these kids are they're like three. They look like maybe four at the oldest. At the oldest. Yeah, the oldest one. This is like pre-kindergarten kids, so yeah. pre-K. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they're young kids. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there's a so they're doing they're going around just scaring these kids, like getting like inches from their face, screaming and stuff, and all the kids are just crying and screaming, and uh, one of the workers starts recording it, and uh, the she put the video out, and the video went viral, and uh, what the video got into the hands of like some of the local. Uh, local court authority people and so they hit up all the parents and they talked to them and they talked about like pressing charges and what their options were and so anyway they're uh they they haven't like gone through the court system yet but they're facing all these charges and so apparently the what the daycare worker people said was they were doing this to like get the kids to uh to like clean up after themselves like the kids wouldn't listen about oh, something okay. and so then they would just bring out the scream person so it just ruin and their just life terrify, just torment these kids and then they would you know go in the other room and be like oh it's okay we we got rid of the monster are you gonna clean up your toys now and uh it was just it's bad if you watch the video as a dad how do you prevent yourself from just going there and just smashing people i don't know and if you look at the ladies that were running it like they're just these like look at these, they're just these slobby ladies that obviously don't know how to take care of kids look at them yeah he's he's trying to keep it together it's just there's so many people in the child care teacher circle that are like supposed to be raising kids in public that just should never no, be. No, and they got bad kids at home, Bad right? kids at home. If they have any kids, they had a kid when they were 16, you know, <laughs> so they know about raising kids, right? Now they're 23, and they're just in there just complaining about all the kids. They're out there doing things like, I'll just scare them with a scream mask to get them <laughs> to listen to me. Just, I I mean, I wasn't in school that long hey, ago, hey, man. Listen, to all you 16-year-old mothers, we're not, we're, ju- we're not, not judging but, but we are. <laughs> hey, look! Look at this photo. If you had to guess how many of them had a kid at sixteen, all what's the them, percentage? All of them, besides the one that looks like she was on meth, probably yeah, yeah, fourteen. Yeah. I th- she, I think she's the one that uh, owns the daycare, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so she had to like t- put out a thing like, "Oh yeah, they don't work here anymore. We don't support." Them. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Anyway. It's bad. Though. It was bad because they were not only scaring them, but they were chasing these little kids yeah, around, the room. around the room. And then the ones that couldn't walk, they were like, you know, chairs, and they were just getting in their faces. And the more that they would scream, the like more they would try to scare them. Yeah. Um, and then the one that was filming thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Oh, and right? so she had to put it. The other one filming had to put out a statement. She's like, I didn't put it out because I thought it was funny. I put it out to. To like bring awareness for the parents, because yeah, while she was laughing, it's yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was her that's laughing. I only watched like little clips of it just to get oh, the idea, because it was it was long enough. It was like five yeah, Sanders showed me. Of course, Sanders been in the school district for a long time, an yeah. advocate for children, mm-hmm. and that's why she's in the school district. And there are people like yeah. Sandra that are really good teachers that do an amazing job. Yeah, for and sure. she just she was blown away. Yeah, I just remember being in school in any 
lots of different scenarios where I'm a kid and here's some adult that's in charge of me and being like, how in the world is this person in charge of me? <laughs> at like nine years old being like, there's no way. And my parents have like signed off on this, yeah. <laughs> that like, it's okay for this person to tell me what to do and be in charge of me. And- well, we just, we were just talking about this, right? So, um, there's these teachers that have gone to school, right? Or even some of the teachers, I mean, all of these teachers have gone to school, right? But there's a program that if you have a, uh, say you have a, a bachelor's degree in something else, mm-hmm. right? Not in, not in education, but in something else. They will take you as a teacher and yeah. then you have to go through the program of the teaching certificate type yeah. thing as you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so, as you're teaching. Yeah. So they'll go ahead and give you the job. Ah. And then, you know. The, not the, like a teacher's aide. No, no, no. Like you're the teacher. teacher oh. Right. And then they put you in the classroom, mm-hmm. and then while you're doing that, that year you get your certificate at, as a teacher. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Like, I I just went to school for art or uh-huh. whatever mm-hmm. or uh, business, mm-hmm. and then you put me in this room full of fourth graders. And I'm supposed to know how to do that already. That doesn't bother me so much except for when you got to the part that like, they're already – the head of the class right. while they're learning. Yeah, no, they don't have no help. I mean, there's nobody teaching them how to teach. If they did everything you described, but they were like a teacher's aide for a year or two or whatever, uh, that would be totally But you, this is the thing. A teacher that goes to school to be a teacher, mm-hmm. they have to be a teacher's aide, and they have to teach with another teacher for a year mm-hmm. without pay. Mm-hmm. Before like they get their kind of a thing, yeah, that'd be an intern before they get their license. But you, as a business degree, can mm-hmm. just step right into a classroom and be a teacher. Did the first scenario you described? Do they have a bachelor's degree too? Yep. Yeah, that's weird. That doesn't make that sense. is so weird. This all happened because there, at the time, there was not enough teachers. Not enough teachers. Yeah, yeah. Well. So they had these programs to to put them right in the classroom because most people that are gone to a business degree that already have a job. They can't teach a year for free. No. They're, 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 you know, for intern, because they already have things set up and making money and mm-hmm. families probably and those different things. But, I mean, pretty scary. I mean, I get it, though. Like, why would you want to be a teacher? Like, that's why you're having. Why would you want to be? I mean, there's some, like. There's some great ones out there where it's like, you know, like they were meant to mm-hmm. work with kids and they do an amazing job. Yeah. But like, so many the of teachers them. teachers in our families, right? So they do a, a tremendous Yeah, I mean, my job. whole family's. Yeah. teachers or was at some point but some of these people man and then you know the districts make it super hard on you they t- they take yeah. everything away from you and you can't discipline and you can't do this and you can't teach but you have to you know teach a certain way and teach test and mm-hmm. they take the ability to, to take out uh the one-on-one and and what's good for you might not be good for the rest of the class. They've yeah. taken that away. You have to teach the same for everybody. The whole no child left behind thing, yeah. in theory, the 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 slogan "no ch- child left behind" is wonderful. Oh, we're not going to leave any children. Great. It sounds yeah. great, but at the end of the day, it's really it doesn't work out. If, if, practically. if we can make them get a, a, a seventy, we can pass them to the next. Grade. I heard that it got lowered even. Yeah, like a lot more than that. Yeah, for like sure. it was like forty something. If you got like a forty nine, you yeah. got a D. Yeah, because then they do it on the curve, and then depending on what you know accommodations that you uh-huh. have, and then and then and then you look up, and America's number thirty seven in math in the world. Yeah, we're we're down there. Yeah, 37 in math in the world. Mm-hmm. 37. But what does that even mean? 
like in math. There's 37 other countries ahead of us in math. But what do you mean like in math? Like uh, as far as like we they got better grades on a test than us or I'm not sure, I'm not what? for sure I'm, uh, on that part. Probably the way they I'm sure it's some type of college yeah. SAT type deal. Because people will always uh, people are always saying that kind of stuff yeah. where they're like you know we're people think America's number one but we're number this and that and we're number this in science and this and that. But America's still like putting out all the top technologies in the world for the most part. Yeah, but a lot of it's. Uh foreigners that are coming but they over come here. over here to our schools yeah. and stuff which you know whatever well they come over here in like high school mm. you know they've already had their education they've yeah, already yeah. you know and then they go and go into our colleges then and, and we've now we're letting do i want to talk about this i mean talk about it um no, I'm not. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with these things, but I'm just telling you how it is. Now we have quotas in our colleges, especially state colleges that are, um, you know, funded by the government uh, or the state. That we have to say we have to have X amount of white, black, Chinese, oh, yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And then there's like people on the standing on the outside that deserve to be there, but mm-hmm. because of the color of their skin, they're not. Um, or, you know, from what part of the country they're not. So there's a lot of that's going on, too. So it just kind of just takes America and and something that we're trying to do well. We're trying to help people and try to get other races and stuff ahead. Sometimes because of that, we lower the standard of who we are and what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we just got to figure out if that's what America wants, are we willing to come in behind a lot of these statistics mm-hmm. uh, and and rather push certain things ahead? I don't know. I don't know if it works or not. Um, I'm sure there's way smarter people out yeah. there than me that's making some of these decisions. But I did hear Dr. Phil was interesting to talk about. You know, Dr. Phil, everybody he kind of makes fun of Dr. Phil for his show, mm-hmm. but he's really an intelligent dude, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a smart guy. Um, but he was saying something like 20% of 8th graders are reading below a 2nd grade level. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and, no, that was 4th grade. 20% of 4th grade, 24% of 4th graders are reading below a 4th grade level. Uh, 20% of 8th graders are reading below a 4th grade level. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot, I would think. Yeah. You know, and it's just this whole no child left behind thing and... Um, I don't know. Um, let's just pick this back up. You know, I think this is something that uh, we could talk about today, uh, talking about families and, you know, mm-hmm. schooling and all that. But let's jump right into the song that we have for you, that Ryan Ellis, Heart of a Father. I've never known a love like yours. So intimate, so powerful. I've tasted, I've seen, and nothing comes close. I've never known a love like yours. Jesus, your name is power. It's breath and living water. And your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. Let your The heart of the Father. 
father um before we jump right back into you know that we're seeing more and more uh artists that are coming out with some of these unique voices uh if you look back on time you know you had your sopranos your all the different altos, altos bass, yeah tenor, um but there's some choir. really unique voices coming out of uh out of people these days you think that's just like over time people were just uh, creating these sounds just like a, an instrument or something? Um, I don't know. I think people, I think it's just more accepted. Um, cause like, like for me, I'm a, I can sing okay, but I'm not so great in a traditional singing setting where yeah. like you sing the tenor part or whatever. I'm okay. Like I can get through it. I went through choir, everybody in my family, you know, but where I feel like I have, um, where, where I feel like my strength is, is not, like, traditional singing. Right. I'm, I'm more, like, rhythmic and, uh, I don't know. The, the me- I don't hit super high notes or super low notes or whatever. So my, my strength is just being, doing what my voice can do. And I think more and more people are just, like, that kind of, that's just being more accepted to just kind of do what your voice can do. It's, right. If you're doing, like, a solo thing, you know. Right. But obviously there's times, like, if you're, if you need to sing the harmony part to something... And you're in like a group or something, you know. You need to be able to blend in right. all too. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's just if you get if you're talking about a unique voice, I just think it gets more and more accepted. Yeah, that's probably true. Different styles and of doing things, you know. Right, because before it was very, I guess, probably like choir based, and you you played these parts, and that's yeah. What I mean, it was. if you think like all the old classic composers that you think of, um, you know, that's all like choral music, and then the music just changes over the centuries and all, you know, yeah. you, you didn't have rappers back when they were singing choir music yeah, yeah, and that was yeah. the only type of, con- you know what I mean? I just think things change. And yeah. All. Very interesting. Yeah. So let's just continue on the, the whole, the, the family thing. And we were, what, what we were talking about, you know, just school and the way, uh, America, I'm not even like going to pretend like I know what goes on on the other parts of the country, right? Yeah. I mean, the world. Um, but for some of this, you know, wife's been in the school district for, I don't know, 20, almost 25 years. And then, you know, 
your your whole family's been teachers and different things like mm-hmm. that. Um, we see a lot of decisions that have been made off of popular cultural phenomenons, fads, trends, trends. And I think this is really dangerous when we don't when we have things that we know um, will come and go, but then we make laws and rules and regulations off of things like that, especially when we're talking about children. Mm. You know, um, I just recently watched um, What is a Woman? And I know this is coming from a, a, a super conservative perspective. perspective. And I, I feel like... The guy did a pretty good job. There's that. There was point at. There's points in the show where, um, he pushed a little bit too hard. You know, if you really want to, if you really want to know some of these questions, you, you might not want to push as hard as he pushed. But well, he was just asking these different groups, and he went to you know uh, other parts of the world to you know, these African tribes. He went to you know traditional colleges and ask, you know, these, um, uh, gender study professors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and what, what was interesting is he never got an answer from any of them really what a woman was. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that just really, um, shows us where we are as a people right now that we can't sit in a room and talk, but, but, I don't want to get into that that part of it, but like when you have these things, when you have such a di- divided middle, uh, and then this side is pushing so hard for their side, and the other side is pushing so hard for this side, what happens is as parents, the kids get lost in the middle, yeah, right, because now they're going to school and they're coming. Just say my kids, they're coming from a. A conservative background. I'm probably not as conservative as most people that I go to church with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have the other side where you have the gay um, dancer on the flag foot. Uh, what do you call it? The 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 ones that dance with the the band or whatever it is. I forgot what they're called. The the tran no the the drag queens yeah yeah but they dance with the the, the band you know the ones with the the flags and oh, stuff the, well they're just like the flag the, the flag, color guard the color guard there Aha! you go yeah you got the color guard so then they're going to school with that you know so at, at home as conservative at school they're seeing these guys that are, are dressing like women and I and for for a child man I was just thinking like how confusing confusing is that you know and then I have to. And then I have to be very careful to what I say, mm-hmm. you know, because I, at the end of the day, I do not want my son to feel any way like that, he, that, that, that I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that the Bible thinks that's okay. That God thinks that it's okay. But on the other hand, I don't want him to go to schools making bad gestures towards them and mm-hmm. him to understand that he has to love them, but he's nine. Like, how does he yeah. process this stuff? Yeah. You know? Um, and that's really what I've been struggling with lately is how, how, you know, it's easier for me to say, 
I can see, I can think what you say, uh, what you're doing is wrong, but I can still love you. Yeah. But how does a five-year-old process that? How does a, a six-year-old process that, process that when they're going to school and they're they're seeing those things? And that's really been on my heart lately. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's tough. I uh, I was talking with my one of my uncles who lives in Kansas. Like a month ago, they came down, and uh, he homeschools his kids. And there's like some of the smartest, most articulate little kids. Yeah. And they're like, uh, I think they're. Oh gosh, they're around like one of them's around ten or eleven, the other one's around five or six or something like that. But and there's just these two little girls; they're just so smart. And I every I've only seen them each a couple like a, a handful of times because they live in a different state. But every time I see them, I'm always just like, gosh, they're so smart and they can talk. They talk. They speak really well. Yeah. And uh, he homeschools them and all. And we were talking about that whenever they came down. And he was saying. Uh, Basically, the end of it was we were like, yeah, homeschool just seems like it's so much better, um, but it's just not realistic for the vast majority of people. Most people just don't have the time to, like, sit with their kid. They got to go to work. They got jobs and stuff to do. And uh, he said he put them in, like, a private school for either a semester or a year at some point. And uh, I don't remember why he did that, but he did at some point. And they came home and were just mad every day. They're like, These, this is so stupid. Every, we've already learned all this stuff. And so-and-so in the class, he still hasn't gotten the math thing that we talked about three weeks ago. And we're still – so we ke- we can't move on because he still hasn't right. got it. And, we're just, whole note, and so note. then they had to, like, pull him out of the private school. And it's like, we'll just have to figure out making homeschool work because we can't tra- – and that was like a private, you know, like an upper-level yeah. school. It wasn't even just the regular public school. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I think that, I man, when you talking about, like, um, you know, the whole what is a woman thing. And the other thing is education. Like, what are, what, what are we getting out of our education, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're going to just regular public school, you're not getting a lot. You're getting a lot of social skills where you're just going to have to, you know, the, you throw these kids into these social situations. They kind of got to figure it out, and that's definitely got value to it. Yeah. But as far as just, like, the regular teaching – it just gets worse and worse, and you know, like the stats you were saying, uh, it's not good. <laughs> you right. definitely can learn more if you just like teach them one on one at home. But it, like I said, it's just not that realistic for everybody. It's so it's not, like, what's the solution? It's really not. Um, I think the solution is that um, the prices of the economy has to grow and the prices have to come down. So the, it, it is realistic for a mom or a dad to stay home. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not right now. But then also, who's staying home? Is it these ladies from Mississippi that are wearing the mask, scaring the kids? Like, that's also a lot of parents out there. Yeah. And they're sending you off to the public school daycare because they have no idea what to do. And they're just saying, I hope somebody else can raise my kid better. I'll give them food at the end of the day, but that's about all I know how to do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, people don't understand, like, the further and further that we get away from uh God in school and God in community and God in America, that we're we continue to have more and more of these problems, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if you go back and the, you know you hear these people were like, well, the way it was before, it was so like you know stuffy and and these people were you know nobody was really being real. But then you look at the community and everybody was like friends with their neighbors and yeah. and, and you know the the crime rate was down and the family was tighter. The family you had your, was tighter. The grandparents were around to help yeah, out more. All of these different things were there, and and if you hear them say what they want, they want that. But the reason that they were there is because there was a t- it meant something to be 
a member of the local Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It meant something to be on the, on the board of the Pentecostal church in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, now churches are even going away from taking a membership. There's no membership in church and you just come and go as you want. And, and you can't have both. You can't have the structure of faith. Um, uh, not have the structure of faith and then have the structure of all of those other things that you want. Because in the middle of that, the faith, whatever it is, if it's, um, you know, Christianity or something else, that that structure holds the whole community together. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of times that we miss that, but we're trying to say, well, it's something different when at the end of the day, it's the structure that God had blessed and ordained uh and that's why it works so well yeah i think one of the i think one of the issues with a lot of the family issues we see today or one of the reasons why is you see um so we keep leaning into more secular ideas uh we put less emphasis on marriage and commitment you know people live together before they test it out whatever they have sex before marriage cuz you know why wouldn't you it's not a big deal marriage isn't doesn't matter so you see a lot more teenage parents or parents that maybe they're like 20 and i i know so, so many of my friends that had kids they had a kid or they're married or together now because they got pregnant they're like well i guess we'll be together and then you know they're not bad people or anything but they're not raising that kid the same way a couple would if they got married, uh, lip, you know, were married for a couple years, planned it all out. Like it's not the same thing. These are kids. These are kids themselves that didn't even finish college yet, and now their whole life is, you know, being upended because well, now we have a baby. I guess I've got to just figure out how to take care of a baby. And a lot of them, you know, they do fine. They're good parents, but it's not the same. That's not. The it's same. not the same. And so, and then also, I've been hearing a lot of stats, which I think apply more to people like me. Where So people are either like they're getting pregnant really early um, unexpectedly or they're being like me where they're just waiting a lot longer than before. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember these stats uh, specifically, but the gist of it was people used to have babies uh, more commonly like in their mid-20s. But now it's either they're having them as a teenager unexpectedly or they're waiting until they're like 30, 35 uh to try to have a baby for a lot of different reasons where I'm like 28. I'm still not trying to have a baby for at least a couple of years probably. Right. And uh, so I think that kind of stuff is just, so then you see the family setting or, you know, quote unquote family setting for these kids. And uh, it, they're not in a position where they can raise these kids properly. And so then you have them, you know, they're just being sent off to daycare, daycare. They're sending them off to public school. They're like putting all their trust in these establishments to raise their kids for them basically because they're barely making it themselves they got to put food on the table Mm -hmm. they didn't even finish that college degree because they've got this kid you know and so they're being forced to have these entities like public school system raise their kids for them that's good and uh they don't really have much of a choice but it all stems back from well why did you even have that baby right now anyway you weren't trying to have it and it's all from like a lack of this moral uh, these moral characteristics that aren't being te- aren't being pressed on, or r- aren't being presented as as important as they used to be presented. Yeah, and I, I think if you look at family structure, because uh, it used to be like uh, 
you would get to, you know, you would marry your, 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 your husband and your wife when you were like 16. Mm-hmm. And then the husband would go to the military. The mom would stay there and they would have babies real early. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was a structure for that. Right. Mom yeah. stayed home. Dad went out and provided for the house. And then you went from that. Then you went to um, the next generation where, you know, the baby boomers, dad was out working all the time. Mom had to get like a, a home job or, or a part-time job to kind of help that mm-hmm. out. And then now you hear, you know, I was just talking to one of my sons the other day. It's like they both got to have a job. Yeah, and then now everybody's at work. Yeah, you so know, so now, the kid? Not, yeah, the school, the school districts, you know, you're relying on bus services. You're relying uh-huh. on, you know, uh, television shows to keep them occupied until you get home. Uh, and then you get home, you throw you something together. just give them together. the iPad. Yeah, you throw something together for dinner, and then, you know, you, and most jobs now – uh, you're having to work from home and catching up from what you you missed during a meeting or whatever it may be. Uh, I was talking to one of my sons, um, and you know, I was asking him like, uh, "When are you gonna? You know, what, what are you doing with this girl? You mm-hmm. know, uh, are you gonna marry her? What? You know, y'all been together for two years, <clears throat> and I wasn't trying to talk him into getting married right now. I said, Bubba, I, I mean, if but you he- if you don't want to get married, that's fine, but let her know. Yeah, like don't play with her emotions. Uh-huh. You know." Um, because she's in love with them. Yeah. You know, if that's something you just, you just want to, cause it's convenient we're having a convenient relationship. That's, that's mm-hmm. not right for her. And he told me, he was just like, well, I just need to try it out. Like we just need to you know get a house and just move in together. I'm like, what do you not know about her yeah. now after two years that you think you're going to find out when you move in with her? Mm-hmm. I said, that's just a trap for the rest of your life because yeah. what happens, you're going to get comfortable. You're not going to marry her. And she's going to end up getting pregnant out because you're all now you're living together and all this stuff before mm-hmm. you set up the structure of what, where you're trying to go in life. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, for somebody like uh, Adam and Victoria, you know, they've done real good. You know, they got pregnant early, mm-hmm. you know, and it changed it changed everything for them. Yeah. You know, now Adam graduated from college with his bachelor's degree last year. Uh, Victoria's about to do it this year and in this last semester. They they worked at it, but man, it wasn't easy. You know, no. everybody sacrificed. It's tough. Everybody sacrificed. Mm-hmm. The kids sacrificed because maybe they didn't get to do some stuff because mom and dad's now trying to do homework and yeah, get going stuff to night, school. night school and all those different things. Um, but they're the exception. Yeah, they're not the, the most normal. people want to be a teacher and then they get pregnant and they become they become uh, these girls, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, these ones that are now, in, instead of teaching and making $60,000 a year, now they're making $7.50 an hour working at, at the daycare. At the daycare. Um, and, 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 and getting sued. And getting sued, and they're not happy with their life, and that's why they're making decisions like this, because, you know, their life should have been one way, but they made these bad decisions because there's the, the there's not that god center you know, in, mm-hmm. in their life. Um but I, and it's just one of those things that we have to we have to figure it out some way. And, and and it's not one of those things just like you could well yeah it is. The only way to do it is is have a God centered. And I I think it's like very interesting. And I wish it would just get to the next level because you have okay, so you have all of these famous people moving to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And they're moving here. And then you have some of these higher-profile Texans um, coming in. Okay, let's just use Joe Rogan as an ex, you know as an example because right. he's the the biggest guy that's moved here and he's yeah. got the biggest 
you know, platform, platform and all that. Well, then you have these tech, these Texans that are friends for his that come on the uh, the podcast when he first moved here. He was just like, man, I really love the Texas. You know, Texas is awesome. I'll yeah, move yeah. here, this and that. And they were just like, okay, well, don't bring that bull crud that mm-hmm. you brought from California and then trying to make Texas California. Yeah. And, you know, he was just like, well, you know, at first he pushed back, but then now he was just like, now he's telling his buddies, hey, man, come here. But we, you know, and they were just like, well, you know, how, how do you keep Texas, Texas? Mm-hmm. And and then now you hear people like Joe Rogan go, well, you have to vote conservative. Yeah. If you like it, then you have to vote conservative. Yeah. So what is conservative? Where 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 are the, the tentacles of conservative people come from? It's all from a, a faith-based mm-hmm. And just like we're trying to say, we're trying to say conservative, but really, conservative really doesn't exist without a structure of God. Yeah, you know, because what's the standard for conservative people? Mm-hmm. And that's you know having that faith base. The morals come from the Bible. That's so, right. Yeah. And we have to have the morals. And 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 you know to kind of get back where I was talking about, it's just one of those things. Like man, it's so hard. Um, trying to balance a nine-year-old when he would, you know, he was saying we have we have this kid at school that acts like you know um, a cat, yeah, right. And I'm just thinking, really, like, yeah, where where is the like the breakdown at home where you let your little girl go to school with cat ears every single day because she thinks she's the cat? Mm-hmm. Like, if if that was the case. My my son always would use San, Sandra's high heels when he was a kid. Oh yeah, and I could be like, oh yeah, he's going to be a girl, so we need to really lean into that. Mm. No, it was just something different. Yeah, you know, he didn't have those in his room, so he played around with high heels. And I he tried th- all my sisters. At yeah, some point. so I think I all of us did. Wanted to see know? how tough it was to walk in them. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we all did, but now it's if you put on one high heel or you get caught playing in your mom's makeup, now you, you you're supposed to be yeah. you're supposed to be a girl, mm-hmm. you know. And we're we're instead of saying okay, well let's just play this out, like let's let it play out. Let's not stop taking you know start taking drugs and different things to change these these young these young children at such an early age before they realize there was a. Somebody sent me a TikTok where this lady, she, I don't know if a TikTok, one of the short. A video. A video, yeah, thank you. Um, these old people trying yeah. to figure out <laughs> these platforms. Um, Is this a Snapchat? <laughs> and it was this gay lady, and she was she came on there, and she was just like, hey, I just want to let everybody know, please watch this and share it as much as possible because it's going to be taken down. And she was right. Um, but she got on there, and she was just like, if I would have known. Uh, and back in the, the late uh, 80s and early 90s, me going out there and protesting the rights for gay people would turn into what's happening right now to these young mm. kids. She says, I would have never done it. Yeah. Um, she said, because it wasn't for kids. Mm-hmm. It was for grown people that it was already mature, that was already able to make conscious decisions yeah. uh, about who they were and what they wanted to be. Um this is not a kid thing. Mm-mm. And and that, and that's one of those things that I'm really struggling with, man, is, and I guess, like, 
what you know have a nine year old that's trying to figure out why this girl's trying to be a cat, and then you have. <laughs> You know, then I have a, a, a junior. How is he going to figure that out? I don't. I, 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 I don't have any answers. Yeah. You know, and I just say, you know, I was like, some people. I just think people don't know how to love people anymore. So even like as the parents, like the parents that's letting the kid be the cat, it's because they love their kid and they're trying to like, they're trying to do what they think is best for the kid. You know, this is what the kid wants. I love my kid. It's like. The parents that want to be best friends with their kids yeah. and all. It's like, you're, that's not what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the parent. And because uh, of all of these things we've been saying, we just keep losing more and more of, like, what a family structure is supposed to be. Yeah, we just water it down, right? And we don't know how to love people. We don't know how to discipline our children. We don't know what that even means. Is it okay to hit your kid? Should you not hit your kid? What, you know, can I let the kid wear the cat ears to school? Should I not? They don't, nobody seems to know how to love people anymore and it's because they nobody's got a good example and so it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse every generation yeah uh, yeah it's it's tough and then you know then you have kids in high school that see it all mm-hmm. and um you know and then they come to you and ask you these tough questions and you, you know you just have to refer back to the bible because they're 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 old enough now to make you know, you're 16, 17 years old. At this time, you just hope you've done enough. You're voting in a year. Yeah. A year. You just hope you've done enough in their life before now that they make the right the, the right decisions. Because all, all you can do when somebody's 16, 17, 18 years old is remind them what you've already taught them. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, because they've they're, now they're starting to make decisions on their own. And, and um, it's not really what mom and dad... Uh, like anymore it's kind of they're kind of being their own people and mm-hmm. growing into being a young man or a young woman um, and you just hope they have a good head on their shoulders to make those right choices because at the end of the day a lot of times what the world is offering is way more fun what the Bible says yeah you know um, on a short term short term yeah. short term you know um, but that's all young people look at they don't, mm-hmm. they don't, man, if I would have known what I know now, when I, you, that's just, it's an old Bitch, man thing. Well, if I would have known, you know, uh, I would be a millionaire right now. You know, I would have mm-hmm. started saving a hundred dollars a week, you know, so when I was 14 years old. Get that Roth IRA. Yeah. Baby. You know, and I would have started all that bucks stuff. A month. Um, I wouldn't have beat up my body. You know, my knees wouldn't hurt the way they hurt because oh. all the rough and tough yeah, tumbling me. and all the mm-hmm. things I would have done and all, all of those things. But at the end of the day, we all live, we all live until we finally figure out like, uh oh yeah, this life is not as long as we think it. You know, mm-hmm. it is. It's just a, a short blip in, in, in you know the rest of eternity. Um, and then some. Some kids get it faster than others, and I don't know. It, it's scary. I just think about. I just think about my grandchildren. Yeah. You know, my great grandchildren. Yeah, because to me, it's like I don't worry about. <clears throat> I don't worry about Christian parents so much. Um, if you're right, you know, cause like the Bible says, raise up a child the way he should go, won't depart from him when he's older. So if you're raising your kid right, you know, and you're being that example all the time, I don't think you have to worry about stuff. Obviously everything's not going to be perfect and life happens and nobody's going to make all the right decisions all the time, but like, it'll be all right. Um, I'm more worried about the people that don't have that, uh, foundation that are raising the kids yeah. and then their kids and then their kids and then, you know, all in Throughout that whole process, all the uh, laws and regulations to get passed based on those people and not based off of the people 
yeah. raising their kids with good morals. And then it all just kind of trickles and yeah. expands. I remember I was, uh, we were looking for a house before we moved in this one. And, and we really fell in love with this house. Of course, we hadn't been inside of it yet. But from the outside and the pictures, like, this was going to be the one. Uh-huh. You know, it had the land on, in, in it. It had, you know, a barn in the back. It was able to, you know, do the apartments and stuff that we needed for my parents. And it was just like, man, this is good. So we were looking at it. We're just... It was there in VBS, so we dropped the kids off of VBS, and we're going around looking at houses, and I don't know where this lady pops up, mm-hmm. and she was just talking about, started talking and rambling on and doing all this stuff, and then she had a terrible mouth, man, just yeah. like dropping every like, I mean, if there can you can insert a cuss word, she was going to insert mm-hmm. a cuss word, even again. if you couldn't, she'd yeah, find she'd a way, find a way to slip it in there and. <laughs> And I was just thinking, you know, it's crazy. She was telling me how she lived next door. She goes, if you want to see inside the house, like, I know how to get in the house. <laughs> and I was just like, no, that's okay. No, 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 really. I know how to get in. You know, you did this and then that, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, so we didn't we didn't move into this house because I felt like you one, day we're, neighbor. <laughs> one day we're going to come to work. She, from home work, she's going to be sitting in the living room, you hey, know. Guys, just, hey. I, got, I got dinner ready. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then I would just like, I told her, I said, uh, all right, we got to go, you know, because she talked forever. I was like, we uh-huh. got to go. We got to pick up for my kids from VBS. She goes, oh, y'all are Christian? She goes, I'm a Christian, too. <laughs> my dad's the pastor of such and She says, I'm Baptist. My dad's the pastor of some Baptist My dad's the church. effing pastor over at that effing church over there. It's a good mother effing church. They got- I said, <laughs> I said you're a Baptist with a mouth like that? <laughs> Did you actually say that? Yes. What did she say? She goes, I know. My dad tells me that all the time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so she was just like, all right. God bless y'all. Oh, <laughs> she start out some bless yous and stuff. Oh, so we took like, off and said, stay blessed. Like, I can't believe you said that. I'm just like, I had to say something. Yeah, like, you got to say something. Like, you're going to say you're a Baptist? Like, come on, tell me you're Pentecostal. We're a little bit more loose, <laughs> you know? It's like, I wasn't going to say anything until she said she's a Christian. <laughs> or Baptist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, now. Like, no. I don't like, know. Now, but... you, you, you kind of allowed me to hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, man. But it's just like, that's who Christians are, yeah. you know? So that's kind of like, even in. So we talk about all this crazy catness. Uh-huh. Right? But then if you boil it down to the conservatives, this is representing a lot of that. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of losing it right in your mm-hmm. own, you know, niche and uh, in your own faith. It's uh, one of those things where, like, those statistics, I don't remember them uh, off the top of my head, but they came out, you know, like a decade ago or something, where it was something along the lines of, like, 80% of Americans claim to be a Christian or some, you know, the right. large percentage, but then you know, like 30% of Americans go to church uh, on a regular basis. It's something like that. Right. Where it's like most people are like, yeah, yeah, I'm a Christian, sure, mm-hmm. whatever. But like w- super small percentage of them are actually Super small, they come to church on, you know. Uh, and then of that percentage, how many give their tithe yeah, and how many, many actually help at the church? Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. percentage of that, you know. keeps lower and yeah. lower and then it's like, you know, half a percent. But basically everybody's a Christian. Yeah, everybody, you know? yeah, yeah. All right, well, just some just some thoughts that have been going through my head, and if you guys have any ideas, man, just hit us up and let us know. Um, uh, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not the only guy raising kids that are, are feeling some of these, you know, worries and and different things like that. But uh, it's a, it's a, just a different time, you know. We, mm-hmm. we I, I I I try to like 
come up with ways to try to guide my 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 kids you know um when they ask these questions because I know they're coming but a lot of times I'm I'm just looking at Sandra and like how do I answer this yeah. you know um because it seems like even the 9 and 10 year old a lot more mature than they were like when I was 9 and 10 I was just worried about you know riding my bike yeah, and trying uh-huh. to catch frogs in the ditch yep. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and now these guys are like coming in with some craziness and um so yeah it's pretty interesting well, you know the rivers are drying up, man. Where are they going to catch them frogs now? <laughs> Climate change is happening. They're just sitting in their in their room with their VR helmets. Oh, like. golly. <laughs> Speaking of that, maybe we need to talk about technology and kids one day, but man. Hey, for real, if y'all have um, like topics or suggestions of things you want to hear discussed, you should let us know. And yeah, we, for sure. We'll hit talk it, about hit it. Us I think we're going to... Um, uh, Maybe do do something on, uh, as far as communication. Maybe we need to do something a little bit different. Um, but because uh, we're you guys, whatever, forever don't like email or Twitter, so maybe we need to 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 do something different. Um, but if you want to hit us up, Refuge Project Podcast at gmail dot com uh, on there, and then the ref, uh, Refuge Podcast on um, on Twitter. Hit hit us up. Let us know what you want to talk about. If you have any uh, suggestions or or comments about any of this. Uh, you can always just leave it there in the uh, in the chat on the um, on the on the podcast notes or whatever. Uh, so let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear, and then uh, we'll get after it. But we'll uh, see you next time, and we love you. This is the Refuge Project.